please. We'll do it live. Do it live. Don't write it. We'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome content. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Wednesday to you and yours, 531. Happy Wednesday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Morning, bud. How the heck you doing over there, pal? I'm doing all right, man. Not doing as well as Leafs fans. Oh, that 3-1 series lead. One more. You feeling a little nervous? If you're a Leafs fan? You're feeling confident. I would. If I was, I mean, you know, as a casual observer of this series and what I've seen so far, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have too many nerves if I was Toronto. They owned that game yesterday. They've owned the series. Yeah, no, they really have. They just yeah, there's not much there's not much to it. They're just a better, deeper team than Montreal is. Yeah, I, I think you were you said after game one, you said, you know, the Tavares injury, there was a lot of emotions. But Yeah. It was a game that you really couldn't you couldn't draw a lot from just because I think that one incident dictated so much of what happened after it, and it happened so early in the game, nothing really got into a flow. But since then, I mean, Toronto's owned the series. They've got enough depth to to recover from the Tavares thing, which is which is great. That's why you build the team that way. Cause you've mm-hmm. got the you've got the guys in the roster to fill those spots, and everybody's been good, man. It's a it's a it's a gotta be a, is it a, is it a tough series for the guys who wanted William Nylander traded for the last four years? <laughs> He has been he's good. Like, Get him out of here for some toughness. Yeah. He's got four goals in the series. Montreal's got four goals in the series. Yeah, <laughs> Nylander's been outstanding. He might be their best player aside from maybe Jack Campbell. I can, I can important. already, I can already get into the headspace of either uh, Simmons or Cox, who I'm sure is drafting up 1,800 words about how Joe Thornton took him under his wing and showed him the right way and his maturity and all this stuff. <laughs> Line your birdcage with it. Good morning. Um, yeah, man, you're hot. <laughs> what happened last night? Oh, I just said nothing. I just hate those two idiots. Okay, fair enough. Those two of the worst columnists who get paid to write in Canada. It's uh, incredible. Leafs-Habs, game five, officially goes Thursday. It's big, too, because uh, Montreal said they're going to have fans in the building if, if they, they can get, get to game, game six. six. Yeah. So if they win that one, fans in the building, which will be – Emotional for the players, I think, yeah. in a good way. So if you're the as Leafs, as, you're fans. You wanna... As far as I know, there's no plans either for Toronto or Winnipeg to have people in the building uh, if they get to the second round, right? Yeah. So. The difference of watching the games, when you see the American stuff. Oh. I'm, watch, I'm flipping between that and Carolina-Nashville last night, which yeah. is you know, basically a full house. I think there was 12,000 or 13,000 yeah. in, uh, in Carolina. You forget what it's like. Man, oh, something else, isn't it? <laughs> something else. Well, you and I, we're looking forward to the the AEW pay per view on Sunday. Even in Daly's place in Jacksonville, they're going to have a full house of about fifty five hundred people. I think yeah. so. It's it's even that. Get what it's like. It's only been over a year, and you're like, oh, it is nice having that. Uh, yeah, you know, you can get by, but it, it you. There's a great article uh, I saw over the weekend from a uh, guy that you and I both followed, Drew McGarry, who said, I can stop pretending that I enjoyed sports without fans now. <laughs> it was after watching Phil Mickelson on the 18th green as he, uh, as he went up to uh, to finish off the PGA Championship and that incredible gallery behind him and, and what a scene that created, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, you were just telling me off air, Army of the Dead is a movie on Netflix that mm-hmm. just debuted over the weekend that yeah, I've man. seen is trending all over the place. It's, a, it's the latest zombie flick. Can you give us a quick... Thumbs up, thumbs down on the oh, latest so, zombie flick. 
I, I got to give it a total thumbs up. Ooh, I, I watched it on, it must have been Saturday night. Um, Dave Batista. Yeah, it's, it's Dave Batista. It's like almost like a zombie heist kind of film because it's him putting a team together, going to Vegas, trying to come out of there with some cash before the U.S. government decides to nuke Las Vegas and end the zombie let, plague. Let so me, it's oh, a race against time and a heist thing and all that good stuff. And it's it's great. You what, know what was great about it? What? I hadn't seen it before. Oh, there you go. <laughs> let me ask you this. Is every zombie film, they kind of have a different... Different thing about there. Is there something different about these zombies? Are they fast, agile, or is it just it's an enclosed area? Now they have there. It's the enclosed area, and they have the like the normal kind of plotting zombies. But there's always also like a subspecies of alpha zombies that are faster and can think and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you recommend high recommend this weekend? Oh yeah. What else are you doing? Blood, Absolutely. guts, Check gore, oh, zombies yeah. oh, exploding. Oh. All that stuff. All, all that above. stuff and more. All of the above. I recommend it. Um, all right. We're going to get going with our dink of the day. And you know what? I got a Canadian Ontario <laughs> dink of the day. Everybody on here says Adam said it was terrible. Adam has no taste. Oh, yeah. Don't listen Of course to he Adam. said it was terrible. He's grumpier than I am. <laughs> that's actually true. He says true. everything's terrible. Yeah, that's true. The guy's void. He doesn't enjoy fun. He spends his time labeling things as terrible. It was two hours and 20 minutes of zombie wildness. And I hadn't seen it before. It was new content. It was great. Shut yeah. up, Adam. <laughs> Sometimes an action film can just be an action film. It doesn't need to be anything else. No. It's not going to win an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? It was a fun zombie movie for a Saturday night. Come All on, right. bud. Friday afternoon, Carl, Adam, fist fight. I'm if I'm telling you to loosen up, oof, bud. <laughs> Ooh, Dave Batiste is a far superior actor than The Rock, says this text message. You know, I would hear, I would hear that argument. I would hear it. Yeah. I think Batista's more varied. Yeah, I do. Well, I look forward to this fist fight in the near future. <laughs> Tag team match, you and Dave Batista versus yeah. Adam and The Rock. Oh, that'll draw money. Uh, you think it will? That'll fill the house. Okay, we can do those charity boxing fights. Maybe this summer we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> uh, all right. Dink of the day. Ontario dink of the day. That's coming Ooh. up. We'll kick off the show. Oh, I put in the wrong song. Oh, well. Excellent. Rise Against. Listen to it. It's on hits. I think that was an accidental banger that ended up working for people, Carl. <laughs> you know what's funny is yeah. I, I meant to put in Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. But I must have just put against and then, or or I don't know, Rise Against ended up going in there. You saw an R and an against and yeah. you're like, good enough. <laughs> I just threw it in. And it wasn't <laughs> until I hit the song and I heard the first like note and I went, oh, oh crap. Whatever. The song has like a six second intro, so there's no time to... <laughs> No time to pivot. Off we go. <laughs> so I'll couple, play. I'll play. Folks are with it. It's all good. No, it's a great song. I'll I'll play some Rage Against in a little bit for you. Um, all right, Dink of the Day. Let's get going. And we're going. We're going to Ontario. Ontario. We're, we're staying, staying, lo staying local, are we? Should, should say we're going to stay in Ontario. Fair. Um, before we get to the story, I'd love for you to try to guess <laughs> Where? which Ontario city. Now, this is a little unfair for you, as you haven't been able to explore mm -hmm. this great province yet. You tell me. Just looking at a map or just going off the top of your head. Okay. Where are we going? I will tell you it's not in the Golden Horseshoe. I okay, will, so I will at the very least tell you that. Outside of our immediate yeah. area. Uh, does the city have an OHL team? No. Okay. My pick was going to be Sault Ste. Marie, but I'll mm, take that one. Mm, mm. Um, let me go. I'm feeling it. Timmins. Timmins? 
Oh, that's incorrect. No. It's a big province. Give me one more. One more? <laughs> uh, doesn't have an OHL team, so that takes out my Sudbury guess. I'm going to go with mm, Ottawa. Sudbury, home of uh, Letterkenny, but <laughs> uh, not correct. We're going to Brockville. Brockville. Brock Vegas. <laughs> isn't that where? Uh, isn't that where they put the monorail? In Brockville. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> that is the one. Uh, a, I put Brockville on the map. Uh, a uh, man in Brockville. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Yeah, there you Excuse go. Get me. it together. <laughs> Clear it out like you mean it. A man in Brockville called police because he had fallen into a hole. <laughs> Big giant hole. He had fallen in and he couldn't get out. Uh, police <laughs> showed up. Uh, how'd you fall in this hole? Well, I was out running. I fell in the hole. Why were you out running? Why are you out running at night? I don't know. I just out running. I fell in the hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. A jog. It's not illegal. A few more questions. There's some, uh, some people in the area as well. Uh, they uh, flag down the police and say, hey, um, somebody just tried to rob our store, and then he took off running. We're trying to find him. <laughs> they go, like, hey, you, in the hole. Did you try to rob a store? Is that why you were running? No, definitely not. All right, well, let's check the security footage one second. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why he was running and fell in the hole. Yeah, he had robbed the place. <laughs> he was in the pit. He was. <laughs> I fell in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> fell in a hole and called the police on himself. Down in a hole. <laughs> All the got, way down. You got any house and chains lined up? <laughs> <laughs> I promised the Rage Against the Machine. I got to play right. it, all right? We'll deliver that. I don't have this guy's name, but man from Brock Vegas, you're our dink of the day. Silver and Brown. Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM. You know, we get some text messages that come out of context, come out of context sometimes. I was so. I just said to you, text message came in and said, I lost it at the zombie fetus. We're still talking about. uh, The hell uh, was that? Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead on Netflix. And somebody who was less thrilled with the movie than I was. And again, my expectations are incredibly low for this. I was just looking for something to fill two hours on a Saturday night, and this more than did the job. But yeah, there's there's a zombie fetus at some point. So be aware of that. It makes more sense now. I'd already kind of started to move on. But when I read that, I was like, does that Rage Against the Machine song have a zombie fetus lyric in it? Is there there a line about that? Oh, my gosh. Like, what the (laughs) hell just happened? Uh, You know, I meant to ask you. I was I uh, talk with Ashley after the after every show um, so she can have the phone system. I have to call her to kind of send it over to her and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so I was talking with her, and we, it's, you know, Tuesday slash Monday, so we do the whole, how was your weekend, this and that. And she's like, oh, the weekend was okay. She's like, I saw saw Carl. That was really exciting. Yeah. And I thought to myself, what? Yeah. Did you get a little hang-in with Ash? No, not a hang-in. Uh, a honk and a shout at each other from across an intersection. Oh. Uh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was, it was actually, it was right before uh, the man wanted uh, my dog to sleep with his dog. It was oh. right before Walter got proposition. It was a very eventful 10 minutes in my Holy. Saturday morning. Holy. I was, uh, Ash had messaged me last week because she wanted me to give her directions to the pie stand that I went to the weekend before. Oh, classic. So she was in, uh, St. Catharines with, uh, with Brandon and, uh, 
she's uh, coming up Lake Street and honks at me from like the like the right lane, and I'm on the total opposite side of the street, opposite corner, and I kind of like wave. Um, yeah, and I was like, okay, somebody you know recognized me. It was a, it was a white uh, vehicle. It almost looked similar to like what you drive, but like an older model. So I yeah. kind of wave, and I was a little bit confused. And then she kind of like hung out the like the sunroof of the passenger side or something like that. And was like, hey, and I was like, did you find the pie stand? <laughs> like, We're going right now. <laughs> Woo! That was it. That's and that's hanging out in the pandemic, right? That was the first time I have seen her in person since March of last year. She said the same thing. She's like, "Oh, it's been over a year since I've seen Carl." <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Want to make sure my dingus works. Thanks, Ash. Thank you. Yeah, we hope um, it does. <laughs> I'm gonna take uh, take a few minutes here. Uh, I want to tell you a story. Yesterday, Marshall, me. my son is almost seven, but he already is an entrepreneur. This kid might be going places, Carl. I think we need to watch out for him is what I'm trying to say. Does he need Unky Carl to teach him sales? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly? <laughs> potentially. I'll, I'll give you the story in six minutes. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. 604, I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. Text the show anytime, 977-977. Trying to figure out when... Um, we must be, what do we got, four weeks left worth of online schooling? Five weeks if you include this week, I guess? Yeah, I would think so. I know, there's been some chatter about putting the kids back into classes before the year's over. Oh, but it'd be I, sweet. Yeah, I, I, mean, I guess it would. It's You know you know me, when we're at this point, I'm like, would it? does it make sense for them to I, go back for four weeks and then go into summer? But I, don't know. I say it would be sweet in the sense of it'd be nice you for would, the kids to see other kids right. and I would, you know, not have yeah. to be involved anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I at this don't, point right now, I don't think they're going to go back. I'm they're just going to look and go oh, last month, bleh, whatever. Let's just keep this yeah. thing rolling along. Let's just keep everybody, you know, at home safe and let's make a full return in September kind I'm, of thing. I'm sure that's what they're going to do. But yeah. you. Man, the burnout is way there for everybody, oh, yeah. at least from my experience. I have to imagine it's in the same in other households because I just yesterday alone, I could tell that my son was so done with trying to do everything on the computer. And again, the teachers are doing everything they possibly can. I give mm-hmm. them kudos again because they are, you know, making the best of a bad situation. Yep. But they, they do a really good job and the lessons they put together, especially Marshall's teacher, like she's putting together videos and audio things. I can't even imagine the amount of work that goes into it. And and, and really most of it's gonna you know, go over the kids' heads because they're unless their parents are making them do it. Like if I didn't make Marshall do this stuff, he just wouldn't do it. Right? Oh, yeah, of course. Six He's years old, so six. Yeah. I've got to sit down and make it happen. But he was so past wanting to do anything and he's just trying to get out of it and I don't want to do the da 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 and you know one of the things was write a journal entry and they're like the teacher's like write three sentences about your weekend and mm-hmm. his was went to park ate food mm-hmm. played those were his quote unquote three sentences and Ooh. I was like that's not gonna work Paul he's like I just don't want to do it. It's Toronto Sunworthy. Yeah <laughs> so oh, we're we're working on it and we've got like an hour left and all of a sudden he's like Hey, Dad. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'll be right back. And he goes running upstairs. And I'm thinking, I don't know what's about to happen, but I'll just sit here. At least it's you know a few minutes of silence for a second. Yeah. And he comes running down. He's got his hands behind his back, and he goes, "How about this? 
I give you this toonie right now. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to do this school stuff anymore. <laughs> Two bucks. And he just Two and, bucks. and he takes his hand out. He's holding the toonie. He's like, uh huh. What do you say? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you say? And I'm like, pal, Two I bucks. don't. I don't need your money. He's like, yeah. hold on. Goes back upstairs. Comes down with another loony. Three bucks. Three bucks to get out. Three bucks. And he's like, wow. That's all I have. Three bucks. It's yours. <laughs> no more school. <laughs> Honestly, part yeah. of me wanted to be like, mm, pretty good. I like your moxie, kid. I really, yeah. really do like your moxie. Three, three bucks. Let me out of this, man. And he's like, and I was like, I don't, I don't want your money, man. He's like, come on. Three whole dollars. Three dollars. I'm, I'm like, and you write the sentences. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, pal, we're going to do the schoolwork. He's like, oh, I really thought that was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, afterwards, I was sitting there thinking, I'm thinking to myself, man, he must have like concocted this scheme in his head. Yeah. And, and because to him, $3 is Massive. an insane amount of money. Massive, yeah. He didn't want to do school so bad that he, he was willing money. to give up this $3 that he's earned God knows how. Yeah. But he was willing to give that up. Just Three bucks. Three bucks for Come a six-year-old? We're talking business here, Dad. Three <laughs> bucks. I kind of wanted to take it just because I was like, man, look at that kid. He's already making deals. He's already an entrepreneur, Carl. He's already bargaining. He had to throw in a, a conditional fourth round pick there, I think, to, uh, you know, if he, uh, if he goes back and does it all tomorrow without complaint, it moves up to a third round pick, and then you can make the deal work. I might have done it, honestly. Yeah. Had he thrown in the pick, I might have done it. <laughs> I might have done it. Incredible stuff. Anyway, I give the kid I give the kid major kudos. Hang in there. I, li- I like his mom. Four more weeks. That's right. <laughs> Last few weeks are just going to be nothing. I right? know. Right? Can you put on a movie when you're digital learning? (laughs) (laughs) My daughter's teacher did last Friday. I think she was just like, watch that. All right. Here you go. (laughs) My daughter came up. She's like, well, the teacher said we need like snacks for the movie day. I was like, sounds good to me. (laughs) Grab some popcorn. Get out of here. (laughs) The Sober and Brown Show. I just sent you a link that Mm -hmm. I would like you to open up. Actually, you know what? Maybe don't open it up. Because it is actually very disgusting. And I felt gross as I was looking it over a few minutes ago. But have you heard of this thing called high meat? I have heard, unfortunately, of this trend. It, um, for those who haven't, I think it's a cross section of those who, uh, who do the paleo diet and maybe like the probiotic people, like the kombucha guys, coming together. And this trend is is gross. It's dangerous. And it's people eating fermented or straight up rotten meat to feel some kind of euphoria, I guess. Well, yeah, it's like they leave it out on the counter like for weeks, months. One of the yeah. videos I was watching, the guy had left it out for a year. Raw a meat. Year. He had left it out for a full year. And then ate it. And then ate it. And it's in an attempt to get high in some way, shape or form. It's uh, and I don't understand. Yeah, people know they can get high other ways now, right? Well, legally in a lot of countries. So this is what I was gonna say to you. <laughs> it has never been more accessible to get some form of hallucinogenic drug. Yeah. Yep. That we don't need to go to these great lengths anymore. I don't. Uh, 
I don't understand what the what the benefit is. Is it like a test of your of your gut health or something? Like it's they get they're getting high off it. The bacteria and stuff. Every so every video I watch, people are like, oh, it's making my throat all tingly, and one person's like, oh, I'm starting to see stuff. And I mean, like, I'm aware that if I take mushrooms in the woods, that I am in effect poisoning myself. Sure, right? Sure. I understand that process, and I know that for the next four and a half hours, things are going to be a little tingly. But it doesn't really do much for my long term gut health or anything like that you know i'm not i'm not getting sick off it well that's just it that's the other thing is that even if you get this high or whatever it is you're looking for the it is incredibly unhealthy to be consuming much more <laughs> so than mushrooms or, or yeah now i <laughs> i kind of know what these guys are talking about in terms of the feeling this is a long time ago. I think I might have shared this maybe when the show first started. I can't remember, but Chels had made um, some turkey uh, meatballs. Yeah. And unbeknownst to her, the the oats that she used as like a binder in the meatballs mm-hmm. were were like long spoiled. And so we ate them the first night, and I felt like like I was stoned. I felt like I was like, man, I feel like I'm. Like I'm sweating, I'm tripping out, and I'm like, what's going on? I guess maybe I ate more than Chelsea did. She didn't have an effect. The next day, I come home from work, there's leftovers. So I eat them again. This time oh, she has You went eat. back for more? Well, because I didn't know that's what it was. I thought I was just feeling crappy or whatever, right? Yeah. So I went back to the well and ate them again. And this time, I'm like, I, I did. I felt like that almost like that delirium that comes on when you're like like really sick. But I never I never threw up, but it like it fully like it put me through the paces, man. Like yeah. I was sweating. I was like, she was. I think I think she had something we need to leave the house for. And I was like, I can't drive. I oh can't really? Like, I was like, I can't take you right now. Yeah, like it it messed me up pretty good. So I I guess I have an idea of what these guys are aiming for, but I can't say I enjoyed. It. If if you watch the picture or the the videos or look at the pictures, it is just. It's disgusting. The color of some of the meats, like, and they just keep them in like mason jars, so they just sit there. Yeah, and they're they're aiming for more of a fermentation than outright like rotting that the exposure to oxygen will do for you. Yeah. People's reasons for eating rotten meat seem to differ from person to person. Some enjoy the feeling of euphoria that apparently comes with eating decomposed meat. A Reddit user described the feeling of euphoria, unity, and family. Others reportedly eat it for health reasons as a way to say uh, it's a more natural diet full of healthy bacteria and what? probiotics. Yeah, a lot of meat there. There's a lot of self-made scientists out there, buddy. Yeah, I guess that's what that's it what is. That's what it comes down to, man. It, I'm curious if anybody listening, because Hits Nation, there's always somebody. Yeah. Has anybody, anybody given this a go? Anybody doing this intentionally? Yeah. Like, I've, I've, you know, gone off the beaten path by accident and felt yeah. the effects. I want to know if anybody has done this. You're getting a nice steak or whatever it is, some chuck, and you're just leaving it on the counter to ferment and then consuming it. I'm looking at a video of a guy do it right now, and it's just, yeah. it makes you uneasy. Isn't it incredible how we can lie to ourselves? <laughs> like it really is. Don't watch this early in the morning. When you're eating. But I yeah, nine seven seven nine seven seven or nine zero five six eight eight nine seven nine seven. If anybody has given this a go, I I need to know 
Was like, it worth it? It's like Homer with his disease oh. sandwich. Yeah, I like the person that's like Homer when he's licking the frog. Yeah. <laughs> then Lizzie Soper and Brown Show. They serve uh, fermented meat at Dino's. <laughs> That's all they serve at Dino's. 877 hits FM. It's a soap That's why the boys are back in town. They've been in the emergency room for the last six days. <laughs> I like this text. It says, eating fermented meat for good bacteria is like getting a hooker to build immunity for STDs. <laughs> You're still going to get sick. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if I, I think I'm actually more pleased than disappointed. We haven't heard from one person who's tried this high meat yet. No. Which might be better, honestly. A lot of people who want to take mushrooms with me, but nobody who wants yeah. to eat a fermented steak with me, which I appreciate. It's good for content, but like, also, I don't want people to be eating fermented meat, so no. it's probably best that we don't have anybody yet. Also, if you think that's somehow beneficial to your health, maybe go nuts. <laughs> I mean, just go ahead. And really do not watch any of those videos if you are squeamish <laughs> in any way. It's gross. Even the pictures are gross to look yeah. at. One text here. Carl, you are a big restaurant guy. We've talked about yeah, that in the show. For sure. Once had to serve someone a blue rare steak, cooked 10 seconds on each side when I worked yeah. at a restaurant, and it felt illegal. Yeah, just grill marks, basically. Did you ever blue rare anybody? Never never did a blue rare, but I would often have, um, you know, the restaurant I worked at for a long time, White Spot, was a, a burger chain, especially. We, you know, burgers were the big thing. And we would have people, especially from the U.S., who would travel through who wanted their burgers cooked, like, medium. Like, they wanted it still running. And we just couldn't do it. Like, we had to yeah. cook them to a standard, right? So we we tried. Well, it's a thing know, in the States, right? Like, yeah. they ask you, how do you want your burger? It's just, it just didn't make its way over here. <laughs> like, it all the way cooked through, please? <laughs> <laughs> all the way through? I don't know. I don't how even do know if I've it? ever had a medium rare burger burger like i've had it like kind of like on the rare side a few times but like it was from a buddy who owned a meat shop and like you know they cooked them and left them a little like with a little bit rare but yeah even that like it wasn't like it wasn't better i didn't enjoy yeah, my is burger it? More. like I, no i like if my steak's got a bit of you know redness and blood there yeah but the I like burger a, I like a medium rare I always I find now I might get blown up for this, yeah. but the burger itself, like the meat, is good. But it's everything else you put on the burger that makes yeah. the burger. It's kind of a right? vessel, right? Yeah, it's a vessel to get everything else. You know, it's a delivery like service. I want the cheese. I like the bacon. I like the lettuce, tomato, and the cut. It all works together, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The burger on itself is always just like, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I'm a it's... I'm a patty cooked through guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll eat my fish raw. Yeah. Well, speaking of the text here, somebody said the buddy and I did an all-you-can-eat shrimp experience once, and afterwards we felt high. Said we got the giggles. I don't know if we got a uh, seafood high or exactly what it was. Is that a thing? Maybe you're just at Red Lobster for two hours. <laughs> the air breathing in that Red Lobster Sometimes air. Sometimes just being in there for that long, you start to get a little weird. Uh, hey, we're going to do open mic in a few minutes. Take a break here. But if you do want to get some questions in, uh, something for Carlos, something for myself, something for Hits Nation, text them all in now, 977-977, and we'll do open mic in about six minutes. Show me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? Bro, I don't do no party line. <laughs> All right, text the show, 977-977. You can call us too, 905-688-9797. And uh, heads up today, too, for the two open mic yeah. uh, segments. We are going to give away a round of golf for four 
to the Whiskey Run Golf Club in Port Colborne. That's courtesy of Econoprints. So it's getting uh, high uh, reviews at golf course. Lots yeah, of the, que- the questions that are sent in during this break, and then again at nine o'clock, uh, we'll pick out the best question of the day, and we will record. Uh, we should say uh, give away that four pack yeah. of uh, golf. Could, could be any Run moment in Port Colborne. Yeah. Texas at seven thirty. If it's a good enough question, I'm into it. So yeah, yeah, send them along. We yeah. we stash them. We have the ability to copy and paste. <laughs> Uh man, I'm gonna start with this roommate story. Yeah. We've got some. We've got some questions. I've got like three lined up, pretty good questions. But I want to start with this one because it's just on the topic we've been talking about here with spoiled meat and this weird high high meat. high meat diet. And there's people in the text box saying, you know, I, I like a medium burger when I travel to the states. That's fine. Or some people saying I'll eat a blue rare steak. That that's fine. The meat's not spoiled. Yeah. Right. Like that's just a personal taste thing. It's okay. It's not. It's not unsafe. This is unsafe. Text comes in here and says, my roommate unintentionally does this she will eat spoiled food no matter how old and thinks that freezing meat will unspoil it as somebody who's taken a number of food safe courses once meat is spoiled you cannot unspoil it (laughs) Um, said unfortunately our freezer has been broken for two weeks and on friday she took a spoiled roast beef that sat in the thawed warm freezer for two weeks Put it into a slow cooker without any liquid and cooked it. I came home from work Friday night and I have been attempting to air out the entire townhouse since. It reeks of rotten meat everywhere. That is. Lease is canceled. I move in two months because of how bad this was. Oh. Rotting meat uh, (laughs) is one of the worst smells. And then (laughs) to just cook it? In the slow cooker? With no liquid or anything? Nothing. You just threw it in the slow cooker, set it and forget it, full on romp, appealed it and walked out. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy. How is this oh. your roommate? Like, I don't even know. I wouldn't speak to that person ever again. <laughs> that would be the last time. That would be one of those, like, do not contact me. I'm moving out. Like, he said, this smells so bad. He's moving out. They canceled their lease. Moving out in two months. Oh. The rental market is competitive right now. You know how bad it's got to stink to move out? Yeah, it's true. Man, that's true. That is brutal. Over to the questions that we've got here. Uh, this one's for you, Soper. It said, I had to bring my little one to emergency last night for a burn on her hand. She accidentally put her hand on a still hot ceramic oh, flat top burner. A, it's always a worry. Question for Soper. What was the first time bringing your kid to emergency or what's been the worst time if you've had to go more than once? Oh, let me think. Let me think here. I feel like there's been a few. The one that sticks out is Marshall was at school and I, he was like, oh, him and another boy were playing, and uh, either he got pushed or tripped. They weren't sure. The, everybody had a different story. So, But yeah. he fell and hit his head against like a brick wall, uh-huh. and he cracked the back of his head open pretty decent, so we Oof. had to go down to the hospital. And the whole time he's like, am I going to have to get stitches? Am I going to have to get stitches? He would have been <laughs> it would, it would, about a year and a half ago, so just yeah. turned five, I think. And we guy was like, I don't know, man, maybe. And at that point, we hadn't checked to see if he had the same bleeding disorder that I do. I oh, do. yeah. So, so the we're questions bound. Wondering, wondering. Yeah. But uh, it, they looked at it and they were like, we can just glue this thing shut. Nice. Like, yeah, we don't need to do stitches, just glue. And that's what they did. And so I, I, we think he doesn't have the bleeding disorder because yeah, had that I done that, yeah. it would have oh, been game over. We'd probably. still be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking, man, stitches on a, a five-year-old's head, this is going to be hell. 
mm-hmm. if they have to do this. Like, pure, I'm going to be having to go to Dairy Queen after, oh, like, man. you know, ordering movies, oh, like, yeah. just to get by. I would have had to it's give up be, a lot. It's going to be some spoiling to be done. <laughs> this one comes in from Will. Says, I'm offering you $1 million a year for each year you give up off the end of your life. How many years would you trade? Ooh. I'll give you three. So, what if, what if thirty nine was the was the year <laughs> do, you go do down? I still get, do I still get the check? Well, you get the check. Well, thirty six is going to be a banger then. It's, right now is thirty six. I know. Oh. Make the most of it. Yeah. Do so, Do you get to know? I guess. I guess. Yeah. In, in, or do you just? You, you don't get, get the, to know. I assume. Yeah. Right? I assume you don't get to know. You just one day, and you're, when you're like. You know, 66, and you're like, no, it would have been nice. Uh, oh, well, too bad. Ye- I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you three. I'm probably only giving you one. Yeah, I'm probably only giving you one. Without kids, I can afford a little more. Uh, yeah, I can afford to let my belt out here a little more. So I'm going to yeah. give you three. I'm probably only giving you one because I can take that million and stretch it pretty decently. I can take that three and do some cool stuff with it. Uh, Last question here. What TV show had a theme that was better than the show itself? Uh, The texture says, my suggestion is Inspector Gadget. Ooh. That was a banger of a theme, actually. It's a good show, though. That one doesn't get any... I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a show that was like really like I'm not watching this, but the theme was like, ooh, yeah, that works for me. This one now, this show was huge, but I will say the best TV theme song of all time is Magnum PI. I think that is top of the top. That's pure sex. Like, listen to that. Yeah, that's back when theme songs, themes. You used to have to have a good theme. Oh yeah, you remember it the, was, that was, that was, it a was thing. essential. Essential. Every sitcom or whatever it was had to have an absolute banger as a theme. Things like Night Court. Night Court. Doon, yeah. Doon, doon, Would doon, that count? Doon. I mean, that to me, like, I think. See, I like the show, but man, that baseline was funky. Uh, <laughs> give, give me a give me Baywatch as uh, oh, yeah. of the of the era. One of the absolute best themes that was probably better than the content of the show. That the show, show was, was huge, the, though. I know it was huge, but I mean, it was mostly huge for huge reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. The actual, <laughs> there wasn't much depth to the show. It was yeah. the same the same rescue in the same fish tank that they filmed every bloody week. It was <laughs> Slow motion some, run. Yeah, exactly, run. right? But the... Yeah. I found it, don't worry. Oh, yeah. I hope this one's got the lyrics, too. That is a great build-up, actually. Side, sidebar? Yeah. There's an indie wrestler in BC. His oh name was Brady Malibu, who worked a uh, a lifeguard gimmick, and he would come out to this. You would. Whole crowd singing along. You absolutely would. So over. Oh, yeah. Comes out holding a little life uh, little lifesaver gimmick. So good. I'm just going to get the chorus here. Hold on. Stick with it. Yep. Save me, Hoff. <laughs> I'm with you. That's actually a so good. Of a theme song. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. Just after Shelby in her news dropped down the fact there's going to be a live Broadway edition of Winnie the Pooh, the text <laughs> box is on fire now. <laughs> Slightly off Broadway. 
Yeah. I, I, I am so curious if we're talking furry costume mm-hmm. or humans in yellow leotards. I need <laughs> to are, know. What are we going to see? And I don't know which I would prefer. Maybe both. Maybe it's an afternoon and an evening show. A little poo <laughs> after dark, if you will. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, I like the person who said that you're Eeyore and I'm Tigger. I think that's pretty on brand. That's pretty fair. Do you want to do an account? Should we build out the cast here? Who's who? Uh, who plays? In- yeah, who plays who? Yeah. Oh God, how do we even know? I don't remember any of the... Or- you got a pen handy? Yeah, okay. Winnie. Answers. You got to have Winnie. Yeah. Christopher Robin. Oh, right, yeah. Tigger. Okay. You got Piglet. Oh, uh, you got God. Eeyore, right? Okay. Rabbit. Oh my what? You have Kanga and Rue. <laughs> which what? they kind of split one animal into two there. Okay. And you gotta have Owl. Why right? do you know so much about this show? It's <laughs> a great question. <laughs> That's a wonderful question. When you said it, I was like, well, how the hell will we even remember these characters? Oh, don't worry. Somebody on this show will know. Old Carl Brown's got that An in the alarming in the amount memory, of knowledge. In the memory bank. Okay, so we've established... Yeah, we don't even have enough on-air talent for this. Some people are going to have to play two characters. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so you're going to be Tigger. I'll be Eeyore. Okay. Um, I'm going to put Jonathan as Piglet. <laughs> <laughs> and and as Christopher Robin. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to put uh, I'm gonna put Adam as both Rabbit and Owl, because those are the two buzzkills. Okay, fair. Uh, what does that leave? Um, yeah, you're as Tigger... You could also you could also be uh you could also be Rue. Okay. Because that's pretty pretty good there. Pretty organic there, okay. Uh there's only one female character, which is Kangas, so we're gonna have to give that to Ash. Not a lot of representation in the hundred acre wood here, I gotta really say. Uh now what about Joey? Joseph. Does Joseph take on the the Pooh Bear? Is Joey Pooh? Well, so this is interesting. Kind of curious, kinda honey driven. This is because uh, I'm thinking to myself. When it's Steve or Joey, right? Oh, Steve, yeah. Steve would make a good Christopher Robin, actually. I was, and this is the other thing. I was like, I think you put Jonathan on Christopher Robin too soon. Yeah, probably. I, I, yeah, I don't okay. like that casting. Jonathan, I love Jonathan, Jonathan being casted as Piglet. Just Piglet. I think that's a tremendous <laughs> casting situation. I like Jonathan as Piglet. Okay. I also, I, I think, t- I'm definitely Tigger. Steve could have been Tigger. Could have been, but I, 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 I you're do. more optimistic though. Yeah. Okay. I agree. So, oh, maybe the Steve. Mm. Okay. No, Steve is Christopher Robin, and Joey yeah. is Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. You're Tigger. Jonathan's Piglet. I'm Eeyore. Ash is Kanga, and Adam as Rabbit, and as uh, actually, you know what? Leave Adam just as Owl, because Owl's the the Buzz Killington, and Shadow Gov can be Rabbit. <laughs> what does Rabbit do? He lives underground. <laughs> Just like the shadow we guy. We know he has that bunker. That's right. Yeah. Wow. He lives in the rabbit bunker. Hell yeah. Get after us. We could do we this go. Broadway play. Oh, heck yeah. Jonathan as Piglet is the most on the nose casting we've ever done. I can't decide if I like Poozical or Poo After Dark better. <laughs> Jonathan as Piglet. <laughs> Why can I see it? Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. I like the one person who said, I don't know if I'm more impressed with Carl's wrestling knowledge or Carl's Winnie the Pooh knowledge. Get you a man that can do both. (laughs) That's what I said. They said, Matt, who do you want your co-host to be? And I said, I need a wrestling aficionado, a Winnie the Pooh guy. Yeah. Then Carl. Gotta have both. 
Carl appeared. <laughs> Somebody said, "Isn't this a rock station? Oh. Uh, is it? The, sorry, is it the Winnie the Pooh or the Biff Naked? You have a shoe." Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we're just running through the casting here. Okay? Wait, you never this watched a- Winnie the Pooh as a kid? Uh, this is urgent. This is... This is Canadian content. We're actually legally required to do this poo break. <laughs> Although we did miss a massive situation. Yeah. You rolled around in honey. Yeah. How are you not Winnie the Pooh? Uh, it, it, like the, you can't you can't define me only by the honey stunt. I right? will and I shall. <laughs> just because you've got the visual. It's not the same thing. You know I'm Eeyore. No, you are like you. You're so Eeyore. It's insane. <laughs> I'm shocked we've never talked about that on air before. <laughs> it's way too on the nose. Wolf says, "I want your best Eeyore." <laughs> doing doing Biff naked. Yeah. I love myself today. <laughs> cool, calm, gonna be okay. Is that rock enough for you, huh, Texter? <laughs> <laughs> Nine oh five. Six eight two. Nine seven nine seven. You call the machine anytime. And you know what? Let's start with a little guessing game, Carl. Oh, okay. Start there. Is it is it uh Winnie the Pooh related at all? It is not. I look I forward bet, to I bet the machine will be tomorrow. Winnie the Pooh phone calls, please. I hope those do come in. Uh, <laughs> somebody wanted to uh metalfy a commercial. A uh, jingle. Right. Okay. One of our jingles. Uh, well, just a jingle. Okay. Any jingle? Any jingle. Is it something that plays in our station, or is it something else? I, I don't know. I don't hear the commercials. I'm talking to you okay. about the commercials. They want to metalify a commercial. They metal metalified a jingle. What is it? I'm going Alarm Force. Well, we'll pitch that over to him. <laughs> I wanted a metal like ding. I wanted something like that in there. Have you considered a uh, you know a little market specific uh, thirty second ads? <laughs> maybe maybe Joey should be metalifying some commercials. I'm just saying that'd be a fun bit. Yeah, I'm just well, saying. Look, we're doing the show for him now. Now we're writing prep for them. Unbelievable. We're giving them all this poo stuff. <laughs> uh, you know what we just heard from? Who? Bubble guy. Oh, okay. Bubble Guy called this morning uh, right. to recap us with a story that I had mentioned a few weeks back. Hey, Matt, you got to hear this. So about two months ago, I had a new neighbor move in, and they hadn't cut their grass yet. Oh. I've probably cut mine seven times. So mm-hmm. it's about a foot and a half tall, and I'm debating if I should cut it or not. And then I remembered your little segment on the radio. And also, I sold my house, and I'm moving in August, so I was like, ah, what the hell, I'm not going to say anything at all. Find out last night, she's bought her own lawnmower, and she asked my wife if she knew anybody that would go around and pick up dog poop. Uh, She came from the city, and she used to have somebody come and pick up the off her lawn. Must be nice. So, huh? Good thing I didn't go ahead and cut it or lend her my lawnmower because I would have had all over it. So <laughs> in the end, I'm glad I uh, got to hear your story and learn just to do nothing at all. Thank you. Nothing Sometimes at all. that is the best action. Nothing Sometimes the best all. action is no action at all. And you know, we did. you did get some clarification from your neighbor too. 
Uh, yeah, and I actually forgot to give follow-up on this. I did talk to them. Uh, they have since been using our lawnmower, Carl. And for those who said that we were borderline harassing these people, yeah. they did not hear the break. It was a complete coincidence that yeah. after we talked about it, they cut the yeah. uh, the lawn after. Total coincidence. <laughs> or they were nice enough to lie to us about it. Either, either way... <laughs> they have since been using the mower, or mm-hmm. used it uh, before, and the olive branch was extended and said, you uh-huh. do not, go, you, when, you, when you buy one, great, but please use it as many times as you'd like. He even filled up the jerry can randomly oh, yesterday. That. So the neighbor situation and the neighbor relationship is back on, Carl Brown. All's well that ends it's well, It's eh? back, baby. <laughs> Whew. That was a close to a disaster, though, man. Could have been a tough start. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's play this quickly. Uh-oh. 434, I heard that door creaking at the start of Man in a Box. So yesterday, you remember we got that call, right? Yeah, somebody said they thought they heard a door creaking in the middle of, uh, it's like one of our little produced IDs, right? It was like a Hits FM thing, and there's some sound effects behind it. And somebody thinks they heard it yesterday, too? Well, here's the latest. Custom radio, podcast, and more. Always free. Download the iHeartRadio app today. You hear that? I think it, it was the same. Is that not the same thing? I, was it, it was not. It was an iHeart spot yesterday too, wasn't it? It, it might have been, but this I one bled over the song this time. Yeah, it's almost like the uh, what what you would call the tail on yeah. on the audio drags on past like the scheduled time. Like if something's supposed to run for ten seconds, but the audio is actually twelve. You yeah. know what I mean? But huh. this the other one yesterday didn't bleed over the song. Hmm. Well, the door of the studio doesn't even creak. Yeah, so it's... It's not that. I think they've just built it into some of these IDs, and it's, for some reason, bleeding into the music now. It's a little tease for a noise in the attic, maybe. Is that what it is? We're sublimi- yeah. like subliminal messaging? Yeah, just keep it in your brain. <laughs> Once in a while, you hear a door creak on there and think, are they bringing it back? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. I, there's nobody here in the building to even go and look and fix it, so I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe, I mean... Who not, do we tell? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mr. Impacker, please. please help us. Okay, we're going to finish with a message from one of our favorites. Let's see what they want to get after today. Oh, hello, my beautiful radio boys. <laughs> Old Karen K. Karenson yeah, celebrated Karen. another birthday on the books Happy this birthday. past weekend. Yep, COVID's made things a real humdinger, doesn't it? But there's one thing old Karen didn't get. The only gift I asked for, nudes. I didn't get the gosh darn nudes. I mean, how hard is it to send old Karen a tasteful, classy nude on her <laughs> special day? Now, I know things have been a bit of a hullabaloo, but this is a bit much. Just nation, Mr. Carlos Sexy Brown. I beg of you, if you've ever loved old Karen, send the nudes. I just want to be the one to speak to the manager, but I might have to. <laughs> Frankly, I like, I I like that <laughs> when I hear nudes out of her mouth, it sounds like N-O-O-D-S. Hell yeah. <laughs> like short for noodles as opposed to some tasteful boudoir shots. I cannot believe you did not send her the nudes. I forgot to send the nudes. I forgot to, forgot to airdrop them. Get your head out of you. That's <laughs> Wow. 
She calls and gives us gold, and you can't even show her your... <laughs> even send a little action gold Karen's way. 905-682-9797. You call the machine anytime. Matt Soper. Carl Brown. The Soper and Brown Show. On Southern Ontario's Best Rock. 97.7 Hits FM. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Somebody wants us to do the musical for Shrek now with uh, its announcers. <laughs> what, to cast it? Yeah, that'll be tomorrow. We do one casting break a show. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that to tomorrow's show. <laughs> hey, a few weeks back, I mm-hmm. gave you a list of the most ridiculous baseball injuries. Oh, yeah. We went through a bunch of them. Some of the, the weird, like the guy who burned himself while trying to iron a shirt that he was wearing yeah, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, another one popped up yesterday. This one may have made the top three, honestly. Did you, <laughs> you, you have the story in front of you, right? This is a uh, Cleveland pitcher, Zach Plesic, or Zach Plesak, as I'm going to pronounce it for I the like rest it. of this break here. I like it. Suffers a freak thumb injury after... <laughs> I like this one. This fits into the show. Aggressively ripping off his shirt. Aggressively? Cleveland manager. Aggressively uh, penis. The uh, the injury is a non-displaced fracture in his right thumb. He's on the 10-day injured list and uh, probably going to be a little bit longer than that. Cleveland manager Terry Francona said the fracture happened following Plasak's rough outing Sunday against the Twins. He allowed five runs on five hits. Issued a walk, had one strikeout across three and two-thirds. Francona said that Plasek rather aggressively ripped off his shirt and his thumb hit hard on a chair near his locker in the clubhouse. That's incredibly unfortunate. This is big Carl Brown energy. (laughs) He hulked his shirt and broke his thumb. That's what happened, right? That's tremendous. He ripped his shirt, right? He spazzed out, ripped his shirt, or removed the jersey in some anger-fueled way and broke his thumb in the process. That is one of the most baseball injuries of all time. (laughs) That is up there. He didn't, you know, didn't, didn't, you know, pitch the glove at the Gatorade thing. Didn't go back there and, you know, throw a chair at a TV or nothing like that. He tried to hulk his jersey off, <laughs> broke his thumb in the process. And as a pitcher, I feel like you need your thumb. Oh, you got to have your thumb. Yeah. Feels like an important thing. <laughs> I think you need it. Is it on his pitching hand or non-pitching hand? I believe hand? it's on his pitching hand. Oh. Yeah. Guy's not going to be back the rest of the season. <laughs> He's gonna, they, they have him on the 10-day injured list right now, but yeah, likely extended with a non-displaced fracture. We're talking about play, right players thumb. who get blisters and go for, out for 10 days. Like well, those, those blisters are tough, man. I'm not saying they're not, but, yeah. but mm-hmm. broken thumb, guy ain't coming back. <laughs> wow. Have you now... You are a man who has hulked many shirts. You've said have, this on the show. I have hulked a t-shirt or two. Usually it's at while playing video games. No, it's usually after a Seahawks loss. Okay. Fair. Look. Just a, just as mature. Tomato, tomato. I mean, mm-hmm. if you in the process broke your thumb. I would never admit to it. You wouldn't, right? No, I wouldn't even put it in a splint. I would just live with a weird thumb the rest of my days. <laughs> Sad, weird thumb the rest and, of my days. And every time, like, when you use a knife to cut something, you would just, mm. like, mm. I think I'm getting arthritis or something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> a little tenderness in my hand. I would blame it on anything else. 
arthritis. I'd never get over it. You, yeah, would you, you, you wouldn't admit it to anybody, would you? No, I don't think I could have a sense of humor about it. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine the situation. Because there have been things we've talked about off air, and yeah. you're like, I know, like, like I just feel I'm angry. <laughs> it's yeah. like you can't even find the humor in it. I'm like, I no. don't know. I think people will find that funny. And you're no. just like, I'll lose it. <laughs> I will. Breaking I'm, your own. I'm right on the edge. Breaking your own thumb. Yeah. Hulking a shirt. Hulking off a shirt. Impressive. Hulk, by the way, hulking off. Can we? Hulking off. Right next to honking. <laughs> Are you hulking or honking? I guess Hulkin would just be like the aggressive form of it, right? You put your hand to your ear first and hear the crowd. <laughs> I was thinking Incredible Hulk. No. <laughs> <laughs> Brother. <laughs> oh, yeah! Shelby's up. Let's do Van Halen. It's FM. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. I like the text that said, Shelby sounded absolutely exhausted at the end of that break. There was enough cicada sex for her. She had cool. She had had enough with that. <laughs> By the time we got to people eating spoiled meat, she's like, "Fine." <laughs> the human race is an exhausting, exhausting experiment. She did tell us afterwards, "There is no way I'm eating any kind of expired meat." <laughs> Soper and Brown Science, we get botulism. She Who's was. In? Who's in? <laughs> she was willing to roll in honey. If we could raise enough money, but yeah, she was willing up. to do that for sure. You can't yeah. blame her for not wanting to eat the meat. No, we had to bring it back. We talked about the spoiled meat, and mm-hmm. then we had cicadas getting horny off fungus. How do we not tie the two together? Got to bring it all back around. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> spoiled meat and sex—that's our bread and butter right there. Whew. All right. Um, I didn't want to say anything, so I wanted that to be clean audio of just you. <laughs> I do in a few minutes. I want to make sure I go grab the correct information here. But over the last few weeks, we've talked yep. a lot about mowing your lawn and neighbor etiquette and this and that. Mm-hmm. We get a call from Bubble Guy on the machine. Well, apparently, we got a lawn mowing neighbor national story that we need to break down. Before we do that, yeah. Spoiled Meat and Sex is the first album from which band? Uh, Give me a number between 1 and 110. Number 51. Number 51, the first album from Coordinated Squirrel Attacks <laughs> is Spoiled Meat and Sex. <laughs> it actually works almost you have too to well. Say, you have to say it like Vince McMahon, too. Spoiled Meat and Sex. <laughs> I would go see that band. Yeah, absolutely. I would go to the album release party. We'll don't, eat, don't eat the snacks. <laughs> that was a show. Uh, it was kind of crappy. I felt sick. Lots of sex, though. It was yeah, real wild. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Lawn mowing story. Right. Back to that. Yeah. We'll do it after some 41 okay. on Hits FM. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. I like the person that texted, the hell did I just walk into? Huh. Buddy, you got no clue. We get a band name list. Mm-hmm. And eventually it'll be a tournament, and yep. we were creating an album release party. I don't see yep. what's so hard about this. I can't imagine what's so tough to, to navigate through. <laughs> Just talking about some cicadas having their guts ripped out, some spoiled meat, and some band names. 
did welcome you miss to the, the, Winnie the did you miss the Winnie the Pooh casting from earlier? Welcome to the Soper and Brown Show podcast available Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you get your podcast. You can text us nine seven seven nine seven seven. A lot of neighbor talk over the last few weeks. A lot of lawn yeah. mowing talk. Yeah, it is the season, right? We're into that you know kind of into the the growing season a little bit now, where you know your lawn and yard once a week be- basically. Pretty much, yeah. Once, if not twice a week, for mm. sure. I did both mine on on Sunday, like a like a good little neighbor. Uh, but you have a, a <laughs> debate, a debate that uh, escalated over lawn etiquette or neighbor etiquette somewhere in the states. Well, I, I, yeah. So I was worried weeks back that I had uh, offended my neighbors because I wanted yeah. to offer them the mower just yeah. out of just to be friendly. And then I was like, oh, crap, yeah. did I offend they're them? Fairly, this they're fairly new. They've been yeah. doing renos. The yard is getting long. We talked about it on air. And then that night he was out there like 8 o'clock mowing and we're like, oh my God, what have we done? Here? Yeah, but it, look, smoothed it over. Everything is fine. Turned out to be a coincidence. Still very neighborly. We're good to go and I couldn't be happier. They're great people. Um, but this story, and you know what? Here, I want to. I want you to guess what American state? I'll give you the headline: Man sets neighbor's house on fire after lawn mowing incident. And it's. I'll give you the. It's the obvious. Is you want to say Florida? It ain't Florida. Okay. It's not Florida. Can we eliminate Alaska and Hawaii? We can. The freak states. It's <laughs> 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 aggressive. <laughs> That is aggressive. So suck it up, cupcake! We are going to Tennessee. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Am I in the area? I don't know them well enough. <laughs> <laughs> Geography, not that sofa specialty. Oh, I don't know. I'm looking, I'm looking. What did you say? You said Tennessee? Tennessee. Where is it? Uh, it is a state that touches Tennessee. It doesn't touch it, but doesn't you could it. drive there. Kansas. It's not Kansas. It's West Virginia. It is not West Virginia. Gotta be Ohio. It is not Ohio. Iowa. It is Iowa. Yay! <laughs> You're throwing up darts. Uh, a man approaches neighbor about mowing his lawn. So I think you should mow it. It's getting a little bit long. The next day, he sees the neighbor did not mow the lawn. So what does he do? Well, he sets his house on fire. A little escalation. Lee Bowman, 53 years old, has been arrested after setting his neighbor's house on fire. When asked why, he said, well, I asked him to mow the lawn. He didn't do it. And now, he he gave him a day? He gave him a day. <laughs> you, can ask, you can ask him, but you got to give him a window. You can't go, okay, you know, 24, like, it's this is not, we're not speed here. You can't keep the bus above 50 or it explodes. Like, you can't give them 24 hours or I torch the place. Like, give them a window to get it done. Maybe uh, he wasn't aware. Neighbors witnessed him running from the scene, which is how he got caught. He obviously tried to <laughs> secretly do it. He was not the world's fastest 53-year-old <laughs> man. He was not. Come on, bud. You 53? You're setting people's houses on fire? Like you're going to throw it all away because of a lawn? Like, For a lawn? you yeah. got to move on, right? Can you imagine next year, like Thanksgiving, stuff open? Like everybody's open, traveling again, and he's not there at Thanksgiving. What happened to... <sighs> Long story. Well, actually, short story. He set his neighbor's house on fire <laughs> over the lawn. Does this happen in Iowa? Is this a thing? 
Do we need to be looking into Iowa more? Is there enough space in Iowa that you could not just like ignore that? I don't know. If you're if you found out that your wife has because I my immediate thought was like, your spouse has done this. You must feel so ashamed and pathetic to be tied to them, right? <laughs> yeah, if you found your wife set one of your neighbor's house on fire after a dispute. I'd be pretty upset with her. <laughs> stern talking to. Would you be stern talking? <laughs> Would you be more upset about that or breaking your thumb, hulking a shirt? <laughs> shirt. The Sober and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Carl, I am so disappointed in myself. And for two reasons here. Uh, text came in and said, Matt sounded so down on himself when he didn't know if Tennessee was close <laughs> to the state. <laughs> that was, I don't know. How the and hell then, am I supposed to know that? And then again, how old was the uh, was the gentleman in the story? I'm 53 years old, boss. How old? I'm 53 years old, boss. What a waste. How did I not play that clip? Called your geography out on the carpet there, and we also missed out on the 53-year-old clip. I'm 53 Acor- years old, boss. That's what that Acor- clip was made for. According to approximately 45 text messages. Oh, so many. And a note from Caitlin on Facebook that we missed out on. I... I don't even know. I was so just engulfed in the bit. I'm so focused on that. And you get, you know, you get I, in your head. Look, You're trying to walk the map from Tennessee to Iowa. I get it. I have never felt more pathetic in my life. And <laughs> really? this is this coming is <laughs> This is coming from a guy who was literally robbed by his own father. It's true. More than once. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. That's how pathetic I feel right now. Well, and then you so hard on yourself. And then you throw out there, well, is Tennessee close to something? I don't <laughs> know the U.S. map well enough. What the hell am I supposed to know that? You don't know your U.S. geography? Oh, God. You say you could drive there. You could drive a lot of places. Well, yeah, because I looked. I was like, it's like two up or something, like two left a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> One up, two left. Jeez. It would take, it's like if I said to you, like, you know, yeah. who main evented in your house, WWE September 97. Like, you'd take uh, some time. Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Shut up, double, Carl. To a double DQ so they could do the uh, Hell in the Cell the next month in St. Louis. You are disgusting. <laughs> I thought at least you would stumble for a second. No. So, like, I asked you, who's the governor of Maine? Janet Mills. Are you serious right now? That's a joke. She's the governor of Maine. Oh, for real? Yeah, she looked in 2019. I've looked into it. I want a road trip there. I want to get a lobster roll. Do you feel better about yourself? For once? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good then. Yeah. Good. Yeah, we accomplished something today. I'm 53 years old, boss. Now, now, it's time. It's time. For Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. All right, tough start yesterday. As I forget who who played. What was the name of the person who won? I'm trying to remember. Oh, I lost to. Um, yeah, the, who was it now? Yeah, the name's irrelevant. Was, uh, they wiped the floor yeah. with you. They went that, three for the, uh, three. She got all three. I no. just don't remember who it was. We. We did mention, though, that when it comes to Facebook Marketplace situations, it's your wife that's handling those, right? For the most part, yeah. You're just not a fan yeah, trying of... To, uh, just trying to avoid that yeah. stuff. <laughs> not a fan of the interactions, the comments, and everything in between. So Yeah, the back and forth, the arranging of the times, oh, and all that sucks. kind of thing. i got to be real passionate about what I'm trying to get if I'm going to jump in the pool. You're playing on behalf of Steve in Scarborough today? Okay, you're going to try and win something right, for Steve. Steve. 
We have a hundred dollars worth of vouchers for the Lotto six forty nine draw. Playing today is going to be Jody in St. Catharines. Oh, Jody, if you got your radio on, if you can turn it down quick there, bud. Oh, you good now? Nope. Yep. Yep. There we go, Jody. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing good. Fantastic. All right. I assume that uh, you'd like to try and make yourself a millionaire here today. Yes, sir. All right. Have you? Do you uh, sell anything on Facebook? Buy anything off Facebook or Kijiji? My wife does. Okay, okay. So let's see how you let let's see how well you're paying attention. I'm gonna give you an item. I'm gonna give you two prices. One of them is completely real, the other I have made up. You're looking for the real price, okay? Yes. And we'll give you the option to go first or second. What do you want to do? Uh, I'll go second. Go second. All right. Uh yeah, actually, you know what, Carl, because you got wiped up or just mm-hmm. wiped out yesterday, I'll give you the one that would have been yours. Oh, would have been my third question. A date with Oprah Winfrey. No promises she will show up. <laughs> Were they selling that for $1 or $100? A date with Oprah with no guarantees. No guarantees. You might, you might get Gail or Stedman. Um, I'm going to go 100 bucks. 100 bucks is your guess. You would be incorrect. Really? Just $1. What is that? We have been entered into a shop vac. <laughs> what is that sound in the background, Jody? Uh, I drive a dump truck and um. Oh, back. dump truck, dump truck. Nice. <laughs> we get at least one one a week of uh, some dump truck, organic something. Back of the garbage yeah. truck, yeah. Okay, uh, Jody. I give you deer leg nunchucks. Nunchucks. Yeah, nunchucks. Uh, sorry, they're it, they spelt it numchucks, by the way, N U M B, but they are made out of deer legs. Were they charging thirty dollars or one hundred and thirty dollars? One hundred and thirty. One hundred and thirty dollars is incorrect. Just thirty dollars for the deer leg nunchucks. Really? It's incredible. Actually, they look really cool. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Carl, how about a homemade prison tattoo kit? What do you got? One hundred dollars or five hundred dollars? Homemade prison tattoo kit. <laughs> it's just a a pen. Um, I'm gonna go to the low end here. I'm gonna go hundred bucks. Out of boys, correct? Nice. Two and zero. Oh. No, no, you got the first one wrong. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I did too. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me anyways. No. Um, okay, Jody, I have a nativity scene carved into a potato. A nativity scene carved into a potato. $20 or $80, Jody? $20. $20 is incorrect. Oh, man. $80 for the nativity potato. It's good artwork, though. I got to be honest, no part of me wants it. It does look pretty cool, though. It does look very impressive. Uh, Carl, that means, Chance even though... Chance to win it here. What's that? Chance to win it here. Yeah, even though you did get the first one wrong, mm-hmm. trying to cheat over there. Get this mm-hmm. correct, you go home a winner, and we'll bring on Steve. <laughs> Vintage toilet paper found in a barn. Vintage <laughs> toilet paper found in a barn. Were they charging $5,000 for it? Or yeah. $50,000. <laughs> Is it just the brown paper towel? Um, <laughs> it did gonna, look a little brown. 
I'm going to go with five grand for the vintage teepee in the barn. Carl Brown gets the win. That is correct. Ah, garbage man Jody. We'll have to let you go. Appreciate you playing, though, pal. Have a good morning, all right? Thanks. See you later. Thanks, Jody. He's all business, and plus the sound was not great. Yes. Uh, Steven Scarborough, that means you're our big winner, pal. How you doing? Well, I'll be honest, man. I've called in twice. I've lost to Carl both times. So it hey. goes to say third time's the charm. Carl wins for me. Finally Ready to go. on the side of the brown. You needed the master to take over for you is what it was. That's it, brother. Thanks, well, Carl. You're welcome, buddy. $100 worth of vouchers coming your way for that uh, Lotto 649 draw. Stay in the line with us. Congrats, man. Thanks, man. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Well, a big old win for the Carl Brown. And apparently, I may have offended some people. <laughs> well, the the gentleman there, uh, was it, uh, it was Jody. He's a dump truck driver, which yeah. was some of the sound that we were getting uh Along with his, we get call at least there. one a week, by the way. And then you mentioned that we were we were talking. We usually have you know a, a garbage truck guy or an organics guy. We have somebody calling from a loud truck at least once a week. And then I think at the end you continued on that point. We're like, oh, Jody in the garbage truck. Sorry, bud. And he's actually a dump truck driver. Is that is it offensive to say they're a garbage man or working? Gar- is it offensive? I, I don't know if it's offensive. He just got his job wrong. He drives a truck. Large truck, loud truck. Drives the truck, but doesn't do the the moving of the garbage. I mean, he does pick stuff up and then dump stuff, but it's not garbage. It's probably sand or rocks or dirt. Oh, okay, I understand. See what I mean? Yes, I do understand. What he's transporting is different. I thought they were the same thing, and for some reason. <sighs> Look at this guy. Unbelievable. He's not going to the dump. Yeah. I mean, he might be. He might be. I don't know for sure. I did totally think they were the same thing at first. <laughs> did you? Well, just in that moment when he said dump truck, I did yeah. immediately think garbage. I got a lot going on there. I got papers in front of me. I'm thinking about cicada sex still. Wolf keeps sending you pool offers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got Wolf. Wolf for doing a show. Pool. All right. Well, I apologize if I offended that guy <laughs> or anybody. I thought I thought maybe garbage men like to be called dump truck men. <laughs> for a quick second, that's what I thought was happening. I'm just leaving you out to drown on this one, but no, sorry. No, that's okay. We're having a conversation. It's fine. Now, does Iowa touch Tennessee? No, we learned this morning <laughs> that it does not. Um, all right. Are you good for open mic now? Buddy, I am more than good. We've got some great questions here already, too. And don't forget, a four-pack of passes. Golf, free golf, whiskey run, Port Colburn. Best question of the day is going to get them. 977-977. What are you laughing at now? What did I say? Just people dunking on you. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. I'm, just, no, I'm just laughing at everybody having a... It's been a tough one. A, having a shot. It's been a tough one for your old boy Soper. Let me know. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> Nine seven seven nine seven seven. You can text the show. Call us too. Nine zero five six eight eight nine seven nine seven. Oh, I'm taking a beating today, dude. It's been a rough one for your boy. You're Joe Namath on a on a Monday night. <laughs> on the, on, on the Jets side. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. <laughs> struggling. I am struggling. Hey, you know what it happens to the best of us? It's the way she goes. I don't even know why I thought I, when he said dump truck, I just thought uh, going to the dump. 
Uh-huh. I think that's why I immediately assumed it was a garbage truck. Uh, to be clear, and Jody did text in, and he texts the show uh, fairly frequently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I said, this is Jody. I text all the time. I drive a 35-ton rock truck. Yeah, that's my bad, Jody. Hey, hey, sometimes you have to admit your faults and mistakes. It's the way it goes. Lot of, lot of, uh, by the way, a lot of truck drivers chiming in yeah. who were ripping on me, saying, don't yeah. ever call me a garbage man. So... <laughs> Another guy yeah. said, uh, if you really want to fire up the truckers, say you're not a real trucker unless you're hauling a trailer. I am that's not him. saying that. I'm, that's him. I'm strictly us. reading that text message. <laughs> you folks all work very hard and we're happy to entertain Yes, of you. course. Whatever you do for a living. <laughs> I've got a ton of questions here. Uh, so go, I'll go. try and rip through them and I'll tell you what time it is and not how to build the watch if you're lucky. Uh, guys, do you ever daydream about life with just no limits, money, health, safety? Do you think you'd still be radio hosts? Yeah, absolutely. I like this job. Yeah, I love the job. I might do it in a different way. Like I might what be in studio, be... and when you walk in, they say, "Get out of here!" You said, "Take a hundred dollars and get yeah, out of my yeah. face." I go full Ted DiBiase, get million out of dollar man, <laughs> <laughs> handing out handing out dollar bills. Um, <laughs> I think this guy's trying to get the golf passes. Uh, morning, gents. I was just wondering what motivates you to work so damn hard every morning. Mm, look at you. <laughs> You missed the part where you call us incredibly handsome, but, uh, you know. Flattery will get you everywhere. It's money. Would you guys rather deal with a zombie apocalypse or an alien invasion? Alien invasion because I believe there's a chance they want to be friendly. The zombies do not want that. It's way more interesting. Yeah. Zombies just consume, right? Yeah. Alien thing would be fun. More terrifying. I feel like if an alien's going to kill me, it's probably going to be pretty quick. Oh, yeah. The zombie thing is terrible. In all yeah, I facets. I don't want to get turned no. or eaten, no. preferably. <laughs> Would you rather visibly throw up in your mouth every time you hear your name Ooh. or scream at the top of your lungs every time you hear your wife's name? Oh, That would I mean, suck for us a lot. We have to... <laughs> every single break. Soper and Brouch. So anyways, Carl, my wife Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> Carl, what do you think of... <laughs> Have to, go, have to go with the wives, sorry. Yeah. You have to play the screaming goat Change every time you hear one of our wives' names. <laughs> now, would, now would, that be, would that be double bad for you and I because they're both named Chelsea? Yeah. So anytime we hear Chelsea, even if we're talking about your wife, I'm going to throw up in my mouth. No, you're screaming, bad. I thought. Or screaming, whatever. Yeah. It's the wives. Uh, <laughs> you guys have mentioned that you've had to host a lot of weddings. I'm curious, does the same apply with funerals? Have either of you ever had to do a eulogy? I actually haven't yet. I've nope. been lucky enough. I've been to funerals, obviously, but I, nobody super, super like close to me has passed. So I haven't done a eulogy, but I have spoken at at least two that I can think of, yeah. and it is it is very difficult to I can work only imagine in how heavy, some yeah. lightness and some brevity along with trying to honor the person, but not make it about you, and still try and get a couple of laughs. And the, the whole thing is it's extraordinarily difficult. Yeah. That's a hell of an art to those who can do it well. Uh, last one here. If hell had an ironic torture chamber, what would be your ironic punishment? Mm, ironic punishment. It, <laughs> it would be the some, kid just playing some... a kazoo. <laughs> your kid's having a great time, but it's a 24-hour kazoo party. Yeah. Yes, there we go. That's the Tw- one. 24-hour kazoo party might be a band. Uh, for me, it would be. <laughs> it would be like having to listen to like my own like first year of radio. I was having fun at the time, but if I had to listen back to it, oh my God, I can only imagine. 
I would hate that so much. I'd listen back to the part where I said dump truck drivers and garbage truck drivers are the same. <laughs> over and over. Just over and over again. Like, no, oh, why? Goddamn idiot. Why didn't I know where <laughs> Iowa was? <laughs> Come on. You know what? I want more questions, actually. I don't know if any one of those hit it for me. Do you like okay. what, which, what do you like best out of that? I, I like the irony one. That okay. was my favorite of the bunch. I want to open it up for five more minutes for the Whiskey Run Golf Court. Passes. Let's go. Okay? 977-977. Let's go. Soper and Brown Show. It's 97.7. Hits FM. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw a bunch more your way. We're going to give away okay. the Whiskey Run Golf Passes here. Just right. some incredible questions. I just didn't. Basically, I didn't want to stop. I thought there were some yeah. great questions coming in. Okay, here's baby. Let's go. It's I 9 like, o'clock. I here. like this one. Kill one, marry one, sleep with one. Uh-huh. Taylor Swift. Scarlett Johansson, your sister. Oh, what? <laughs> what? Oh, that's a vicious question. That's a, that's the worst. Well, I okay, guess th- I think I know what the answer is. Do you have to marry your sister? So is this, that the answer here? This is what I was going to say. You do have to marry your sister, and then you two can just legally never get married to anybody else ever again. Right, but you, you can go keep, off and live separate lives. Exactly. You just have to file your taxes together. You just don't have to. Yeah, exa- yeah. And then yeah. you don't have to do any either of the other ones. What about the other ones? <laughs> Ooh, oh. Probably sleeping with ScarJo. I think I am too. Yeah. 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 That is a hell of a That's question. That's a woof. Would you, <laughs> Tough one. Would you rather be a garbage man or a dump truck driver? I'd just rather be employed. <laughs> you know what's funny? It, this yeah. has been such a back and forth. Uh, so many truckers jumping in. One mm. person said, you're not a truck driver unless you f- uh, haul flatbed. Uh, and garbage <laughs> truck drivers are jumping in, trying to defend themselves, saying, we make more money so they can suck it. <laughs> I feel like you and I say, you're not a radio guy if you write down what you're going to say. Everybody does their own job, man. <laughs> You're no. not a radio hey. guy if you have to post the toast meme. I like oh, I like the way they fight, though. <laughs> Would you rather be emotionally opposite? So when you're supposed to laugh, you actually cry, and when you're supposed to cry, you actually laugh. <laughs> this is a Bare Naked Lady song. <laughs> I'm a kind of guy that laughs at a funeral. Um... <laughs> Take it to China. <laughs> so during the show, if I crack you up, yeah. you start bawling? Yes. That, that's a nightmare. That is. It's a nightmare. But when I'm like supposed to cry, I laugh like <laughs> So if we get into some like deep stuff, you start cracking up or yeah. I start cracking like Bell, up. Bell Let's Talk Day, I would be oh, fired. No. I'd be immediately oh, fired. No. It'd be like your psycho morning host just was laughing through all those stories. Yeah. I'd be like, I can't. It's a curse. <laughs> I can't help it. But I'd actually be laughing. Oh, it's a you... curse! <laughs> Can't help it. As you're getting, as you're getting cut, <laughs> you gotta let you go, Matt. <laughs> you could never go to a funeral again. You could oh, never go to a funeral. No, again. it's over. You have to do everything through Zoom, and oh. you have to stay on mute the oh. whole time. That sounds atrocious. I am one of the. I am notorious for being a cry laugher. If I really get going, oh, oh yeah, man, you you know when I if I if I something's got me just right. I just like, I just cry like crazy when I'm laughing. Yeah, but that at least you're also laughing. This one is you have yeah. to be visibly upset, <laughs> yeah. even though yeah. you're not. Yeah, no, that's a different story. <laughs> okay, what last one, last one. Uh, dead or alive, mm-hmm. which two celebrities would you like to watch fight to the death? 
The answer, obviously, is Elvis Presley and Jimi Hendrix. Uh, and the loser, like, die dies. Frank Sinatra and hmm, Steven Seagal. Steven <laughs> Seagal. I see old blue eyes handed to that loser. The Silver and Brown Show. It's FM. All right, golf passes for Whiskey Run. Uh, we didn't get their name yet, but we're going to go with the ironic hell question. Yeah, I like the ironic yeah, came in I think early, that's so. I think it's a great uh it's a great layout. But let me something. let me remind people is that at some point this week, one of the days, we are gonna give away two sets of four packs. That's right. So we've still got a bunch to give away. You can text questions in at any time, nine seven seven, nine seven seven. Best question of the day wins free golf, which is like free crack right now because it's the only thing we can do. It's the cult. It's a the Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, before we get out of here, pal, what we learned on the show today? We learned that some folks, for reasons yet to be determined, are eating rotten, fermented meat to get high. It's called high meat. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they, they let it sit some for like seven days, ten days. They put it in a mason jar. I saw one where a guy let it sit for a year. Yeah. Just, Just to, to feel the tingles. Prove a point that's yet to become aware to any of us. And let me yeah. just say this, too. If you are going to watch the videos, look at the pictures, be yeah. fully prepared. It yeah. is disgusting. It's, it's it, Some of them are, like, green and blue. Yep. And you just watch it. Oh. They're trying to improve their gut health or also get high or both it or is, I don't know it has never been more accessible to find hallucinate hallucinogenic drugs like I literally invested in some mushroom stocks last week it is so accessible I to get high I can order pills and microdose yeah via the internet it can happen you don't <laughs> need to do this there's anyway. easier ways to poison yourself uh, we learned that the cicadas well they're horny Apparently, there is a virus going through the cicadas because viruses are everywhere. Some kind of fungus that is attaching itself to them, making them incredibly horny. But the virus or fungus also explodes their midsections eventually. So So they have sex and explode. Yeah, it's good and bad. I've heard Uh, worse ways to go. (laughs) We learned that uh, Soper's U.S. geography is questionable at best. Look, Uh, (laughs) so I don't know how close Tennessee and Iowa are. I guarantee you 60% of, even 70% of people listening would You said they were drivable. You weren't wrong. Uh, We learned that bad baseball injuries made a return uh, with the pitcher for uh, Cleveland who has a uh, non-displaced thumb fracture after hulking off a t-shirt in frustration uh, after a poor start. We also uh, learned that hulking off is now our favorite term for masturbation. Yeah, hulking off, honking off, brother. Uh, we learned that you started the great oh, dump. Yeah. Tr- you started the great dump truck garbage truck wars of twenty one. Whoops! Look, Whoopsies. made a mistake. There was a lot going on. My bad. My favorite thing that we learned today was who would play who in a Hits FM staff casting of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Uh, so we put uh, Joey with Winnie the Pooh. He's Winnie. I believe we put Joey as Pooh Bear. Yeah. Um, Piglet is Jonathan, obviously. This is no question. This is unanimous. Christopher Robin, we put that as Steve. Steven, yep. Uh, Carl is Eeyore, because you've mm-hmm. never seen something more on the That's nose, right. frankly. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm Tigger, also incredibly on the nose. Yeah, clearly. Uh, Ash is Kanga, with Shelby as Rue. Uh, we decided <laughs> that uh, the Shadow Gov would be Rabbit, because he has his little bunker underground. And then Adam, Buzz Killington, has to be Owl. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Tomorrow. Owl's always the one that comes in with like the knowledge, and they're like, oh, okay, we'll tie our shoes. Thanks, Owl. <laughs> you just see Adam in the Zoom meetings. Real Buzz Killington. <laughs> Real Owl. Oh. Uh, tomorrow we will cast the entire hits team in Shrek. So, oh, is that what we're doing tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow we'll do Shrek. Absolutely. Soper is Princess Fiona. <laughs> Guaranteed. Ashley's up next. We'll see you tomorrow. There's a voice keeps on calling me down the road. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Silver and Brown on 97.7 Hits FM.